Sometimes you just need a quick overview of the news. Other times you need a deeper understanding of what's going on. The Rundown Podcast has all of that, and it's Chicago-based, so you know what's up in your neighborhood and across town. Listen to The Rundown wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Justin Kaufman, and this is Reset. When COVID-19 first arrived in Illinois, the city of Chicago got hit the hardest. But new numbers show that suburbs in the Collar counties are now ground zero for the pandemic. And Governor Pritzker confirmed it yesterday at a press conference. So here's what we've got. Chicago's positivity rate is around 4.5%. Meanwhile, the Cook County suburbs and Kane County have positivity rates of 5.8%. Lake County is at 5%. Coming up, we'll talk to health department officials from Cook and Lake County. But first, we've got Bob McCoppin on the line. Bob's a Chicago Tribune reporter following COVID-19 in the Burbs. Bob, I just mentioned a bunch of areas. I'll let you reveal where the biggest numbers are coming from. Well, uh, Kendall County had the highest percentage uh, increases uh, with positivity rate uh, was 6.8%. And all the Keller counties except DuPage were higher than Chicago. Um, so it was kind of, uh, yeah, flipped the script from where it was, you know, uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah, right. There was a big push, and I remember this just in the last couple of weeks, where uh, the suburbs, namely DuPage County, which is at 4%, but but DuPage County and, and, and the others too wanted to, to not be grouped with Chicago. They didn't want to be grouped with Cook County. They wanted to to have a different zone, if you will, in the city of Chicago, or than, than the city of Chicago, and the governor complied and made what eleven different districts in in state of Illinois. So, talk about the, the how they have have wanted to stay away from Chicago, but at the same time, now it's coming towards them. Right. Well, yeah, Chicago had way more cases uh, to start with, and, and the suburbs did not. So they didn't want to be grouped in with them. For purposes of uh, you know restrictions uh, due to COVID, so uh, they got their wish. The governor cut them loose from Chicago, and uh, he created you know eleven different districts around the state. And so you've got like uh, Lake and McHenry are together in one region, and DuPage and Kane, etc. But now, of course, they're seeing their their numbers rise there, and in the suburbs were the source. There were more cases in the suburbs than uh, anywhere else. Why is that though? Uh, why, why why do you think that is? I mean, obviously, well, it's hard to speculate, but but why do you think that they're getting hit harder than than say you know the epicenter, which was Chicago and Cook County? Of course, there were a lot of restrictions placed uh, around the state, but especially in Chicago. And um, now the health officials say it's uh, young people mostly that are spreading it now at parties and social gatherings. I mean, uh, a couple of examples in my story in the Tribune were, you know, Lake Zurich has opened a sports camp, Mm -hmm. and they've had like 73 cases last I checked uh, traced from people at that sports camp. And then... uh, down Lincoln Way East High School uh, in Frankfurt, uh, uh, Illinois, had a prom in Indiana, a, a big prom celebration. Yeah, what a story. And yeah. um, they got a bunch of cases. They got, uh, there's like 60-some cases in that Frankfurt area now, last I checked. So, uh, yeah, they I'll just say it's things like... Um, restaurants and churches and social gatherings that are really spreading it now. And, and the, the 20 to 29 age group is, has the fastest growing uh, number of cases. When you have those two instances that you mentioned, Bob, when you're talking about the camp in Lake Zurich or the, the prom in Frankfurt, when you're talking about numbers that are, that are relatively low, does that skew the numbers in the way that, you know, because it's such a big outbreak with the kids? I think it was, 
I'm not sure how many, but it was you know it was over 60 to 100 kids or something like that. So does that skew skew the the the, the numbers yeah. when you talk about it? Yeah, some of these numbers, like in Kendall County, I mean the the, the uh, number of cases is actually fairly low, and the number of fatalities is very low. As the Daily Herald uh, reported, uh, the uh, Jake Griffin, uh, my friend of the Herald, reported uh, the downstate numbers are way up too. They accounted mm-hmm. for 40 percent of the cases last week from from downstate. So it will be a bigger spike because there are fewer people overall. But it's still concerning that the rate of spread, uh, you know, outside of the city. Well, I want to play a, a quick clip uh, from Governor Pritzker yesterday uh, as he did an update on, on the regions uh, and keeping the positivity rates below the goal of 5%. Let's take a listen. Two weeks ago, 10 of our 11 Astoria, Illinois regions had seven-day rolling positivity rates below 5%. That's 10 of 11 at below 5% two weeks ago. By last week, that had dropped to only five regions Mm. below 5%. As of yesterday's data update, we now have just four regions with a positivity rate below 5%. Well, I mean, it begs the question, Bob, as we we hear about those increases, if there's there's concern that some of these regions are going to have to go back a phase or or go see tighter restrictions. How how are the suburbs looking at that, especially ones that are close to the edge? Well, their other numbers are not bad um, as far as uh, hospitalizations and deaths and ICU beds. So that is um, one uh, positive uh, aspect to this. So, you know, the, the positivity rate is one measure, but there there are these other measures that the state looks at. Um, so these areas are in danger of getting more restrictions, and Cook County just issued more restrictions because their numbers are up. Now bars can only serve out, outdoors. There's no indoor bars now in Cook County. And, you know, if you go out to eat, you're supposed to limit to six people at a table. So, um, you know, yeah, we can go backwards uh, if this keeps spreading. Yeah. That's Chicago Tribune reporter Bob McCobbin. Bob, thanks for breaking it down for us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Justin. All right, I want to dig into what some of the um, suburban counties are doing to confront the rises in these cases. In a moment, we're going to hear from the head of the health department in Lake County. But first, let's turn to Suburban Cook. On the line with us, Dr. Rachel Rubin. She's senior medical officer for the Cook County Department of Public Health. Dr. Rubin, welcome to Reset. Thank you very much. You heard what Bob was talking about, and we're talking about suburban Cook County. Are there certain specific suburbs that are concerning you, uh, which might be seeing more faster rates than, than usual? There are certainly certain pockets um, throughout the suburbs uh, of suburban Cook that we have been seeing uh, sort of like these mini clusters, these outbreaks that were just described, you know, whether there's been a graduation party or around summer camps um, or big pool parties um, or weddings uh, is another one. And I wouldn't want to pinpoint a particular suburb versus another, but we have seen pockets in the Northwest. We have seen pockets in the far South, Mm -hmm. and we have also seen pockets in the far West. And so it's, fairly widespread. And we have on our website at cookcountypublichealth.org um, maps where it shows where these hotspots have been uh, creeping up. So it's not a particular suburb or a particular set of suburbs mm-hmm. per se, but a lot of this is being generated by what was just discussed, where there have been young people that have been congregating and there have been parties or events or things around summer camps that have then spurred sort of these uh, 
newer clusters of cases. Is and that, that's not all of the cases, right? That's not the entire yeah, right, reason right. for the rise. But but when when you talk about cases, we have to talk about uh, the other things that are involved with that, including hospital admissions. You know, when, when there's a steady increase, which we see in suburban Cook County, is it the, is it the social gatherings that young people are driving that? Or are you seeing a different age that, that is being hospitalized? So that's a very good question. In fact, we are not seeing a steady rise in hospitalization rates. It's actually been fairly steady, which is good news. We have been ranging between three days of an increased positivity versus four, and we go sort of back and forth. In fact, we've been a couple of times over the last week, it's been on this seven-day rolling average, two days of an increase. Mm -hmm. Um, So it goes up and down. But if you look overall and if you look at our graphs, actually our hospital rates are not showing a significant consistent rise, but our case rates have been which means the number of positive cases divided by the number of tests that are being done have been steadily increasing. And the largest group of rise of patients have been in the younger ages, maybe 18 to 29, and maybe even in some younger younger groups. And so what that means is that age group is less likely to have more severe cases of COVID and thus less likely to need hospitalization. And luckily, we have not seen a significant rise in hospitalizations, but we are watching that very, very carefully. Don't the hospitals in suburban Cook County have to be prepared for that, though? How do you do that? How do you make sure? Because at a lot, I mean, there's there's so much that goes into the, the capital to make that possible. Uh, you know, at, as it's not just easy to just flip a switch. So how do you make sure that they're ready just in case hospital admissions have an uptick? Well, I think that all hospitals, especially those that were sort of the main, have been the main uh, medical care providers for COVID cases, you know, there have been a lot of lessons learned when we had the major surges, you know, in March and and April. Um, And indeed, they have to be prepared by making sure that they have enough personal protective equipment on on supply um, in inventory um, to make sure that their staff stay well so that they will have enough staffing. Um, because, you know, there is a certain amount of, of, of fatigue and our frontline medical workers, as well as the public health workers, you know, where we're working sort of 24-7, not only to to mitigate the spread of the disease, but also to prevent that next surge. Yeah. Dr. Rubin, Senior Medical Officer for the Cook County Department of Public Health, talking about the uh, rising cases in suburban Cook County. Dr. Rubin, thanks for your time today. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, let's turn to Lake County now. That includes the suburbs like Highland Park, Waukegan, Lake Forest. Their positivity rate's at about 5%, a little higher than Chicago's, but still on the low end compared to other suburbs. On the line with us now, Mark Fister. He's the head of the Lake County Public Health Department. Mark, welcome to Reset. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me today. So we've, we heard Dr. Rubin and also Bob McCoppin talking about uh, the rise in cases and, and really kind of looking at the younger demographic uh, for, for, that, for that area. Is that what you're seeing in Lake County? Yeah, that's the same situation we're seeing here in Lake County. Uh, definitely some cases are on the rise, but as uh, Rachel just said, is that we're seeing some fluctuation with that. Uh, and we're also seeing, seeing the same links to social gatherings in particular. Maybe because I live in, in Chicago, I, I've been told and I had the mayor in the Cook County Public Health De- Department come out and pretty much tell me if I go to a social gathering, I'm going to get fined. <laughs> some form like that. But there's a lot put into that. What is driving social gatherings and and also just the idea that there are these social gatherings being permitted in, in suburbs in Lake County. 
Well, I think whenever you have a social gathering, you have the opportunity for the transmission of the virus. And so we've been using the tagline, you know, follow the three W's, is that you need to wear a mask, you need to watch your social distancing, and you also need to wash your hands. And and that's what we're seeing not happen at these gatherings, is that people are not following that. Uh, You know, they're not social distancing and they're not wearing masks. And so there's more risk to transmitting the virus. Yeah, and I always think about, uh, and, and you know, not necessarily how it just pertains to Lake County, but I'll see on my Instagram feed every weekend people doing water sports or, or you know, anything gathering in, in different places. And every time I kind of shake my head, like, how is that possible? Lake County is an area that has a lot of day trips and, and places where you can go to, to find recreation. So how do you deal with that, the fact that there are people getting out and, and enjoying the summer and maybe not paying attention to the three Ws? Well, I think one of the benefits uh, that we know for COVID-19 is that your risk is lower in outdoor outdoor venues. However, indoor venues, you have a greater opportunity to have that. However, in June and July, we've responded to over 200 complaints of restaurants and bars that uh, were not following precautions. So we investigate those uh, complaints every day, and usually most businesses are willing to comply and assure that their patrons and their wait staff are actually following the three W's. Is that something that, that you know you guys are, are thinking about when you think about a crackdown, if you will, on summer events or activities uh, when, when you need to reduce the spread of COVID? Yeah, I mean, definitely what we're looking at is different interventions that are going to address the issues that we're finding for the outbreaks uh, during our contact tracing. So if we're finding that uh, certain types of venues are contributing to more of those uh, cases, then those are the venues that will look to have an intervention. Mark, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there's been so much made about the difference between Chicago and the Collar counties when it comes to this, uh, this virus. And, and many people who say, well, it doesn't affect my community because I don't live on top of people in Chicago or I don't, you know, I'm obviously not in the epicenter of what this is. How do you tell your residents in Lake County that that's a myth and that's not necessarily the truth? I think, again, this is where, you know, there's different situations that lead to additional transmission. But one thing we haven't really talked about on your show yet today is just the the measure that we're using, positivity rate. We know that the positivity rate is extremely sensitive to the number of individuals that are being tested. So as you remember, there was more testing availability in certain areas, uh, and the individuals that were being tested were those that were you know, having the most complications, those in hospitals. So at that time, we had extremely high hospital, uh, uh, high rates of positivity because of the people that were being tested were in the hospital. So you had, in some cases, communities that showed 55% positivity rates, but there was such a limitation on the number of people that could be tested. Now that we have testing and been much more successful getting testing more widespread, we're catching individuals that may never have been tested because they were asymptomatic or had very few, few symptoms. Right, right. So I think that's just looking at that metric is that, you know, and that's why we're saying that we're seeing fluctuations. The more worried well that you have tested, uh, they're going to come back negative. That's going to drive your positivity rate down. Uh, the more individuals that are actually positive and you, the less testing you have, that's going to drive your positivity rate up. So it, it's a metric, but I think that's one thing that we need to make sure the public understands yeah, right. that there's variation in testing. And it's also, I mean, it's, it just comes down to awareness and people uh, understanding that, uh, you know, they, they should protect themselves and be tested as well. Mark Fister is with the Lake County Department of Public Health. Mark, uh, thank you very much for taking a couple minutes out today to talk to us. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you.
And that's today's reset. For the latest and most accurate news and information on the pandemic, go to 91.5 or WBEC.org. I'm Justin Kaufman. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you right here tomorrow. If you need a break from the news, WBEZ's Nerd App Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club. Listen to Nerd App wherever you get your podcasts.